1: Good morning, America. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people, and anybody else I may have missed, to the Suns of Liberty Radio Show here on Red State Talk Radio. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at Sunslibertymedia.com, and for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns you about I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us here on... Saturday, and for South Coastal a little later. So uh, they got an extra hour or so of sleep there. Uh, We appreciate you guys' support in the chat and on the video platforms, as well as you guys who are listening via Red State Talk Radio. If you'd like to check us out online, please do so, sonsoflibertyradio.com or sonsoflibertymedia.com. In fact, if you want to see The faces Made for Radio, the video portion of our show, you can do so at sonsoflibertymedia.com. Scroll down, and we're right there on the right side of the page. You can enlarge that and uh, join us. This morning for the radio show. You can also check out the live video feed on my Twitter account at fpp_tim. My Periscope account is settingbrushfires.com, or excuse me, settingbrushfires, and then Facebook Bradley Dean Sol. Our YouTube channel is bdeansonsofliberty, beforeitsnews.com, and also dlive.tv at the Sons of Liberty. That's where you can catch all of the video feeds to our outlets out here, and uh, we appreciate your support on that. And then if you're branching out into other social media places, you can do so, Gab, We Minds, and USA.life at Sons of Liberty or Sons of Liberty Media. Now, there's something I need to start doing on Saturdays, and I've done it a couple of times, but I want to get it out of the way the first of the show, and that is, look, this is information for you. If you need some kind of medical advice, then consult your doctor. But uh, we're coming at it from a biblical worldview, and let me tell you that, first of all, we talk about going to the scriptures as what God has given us for food. Uh, Seed-bearing plants, fruits, vegetables—all these kinds of things—he did go in the scriptures and did say, "Yes, you can have meat." Um, but the the point is, is that whatever we're to eat, whatever is is good for us uh, to eat, God has given it to us. And Paul says that we should ha- uh, receive those things with thanksgiving. But even more than, even more to the point, Peter tells us in Second Peter one three, according to his divine power hath given us all things, all things that pertain to life. And godliness It's not just a spiritual, well, it is spiritual, but it affects the physical, okay? So he's given us all things, the life and godliness, through the knowledge of him that hath called us to glory and virtue. And so that's where the Sons of Liberty are coming from. While while we have a health and wellness program, while we have uh, Kate Shimarani from the UK who comes on and gives up her time every Saturday when she could be out getting her vitamin D. Such. This is why she comes on on Saturdays. And uh, just before I bring Kate on, I just want to throw this political thing out there because maybe we can get some of the, the trolls in this morning. Now, if this were Barack Obama, the usurper, Barack Hussein Obama, Satoru Sabarka, who wrote this, the people that support the current administration would be having a herd of cows. Just got this. With universal mail-in voting, not absentee voting, which is good, 2020 will be the most inaccurate and fraudulent election in history. It will be a great embarrassment to the USA. Delay the election until people can properly, securely, and safely vote. Well, they can do that, Mr. President, if you guys would quit pushing this fraud upon us. If you'd quit falling into the narrative, if you'd quit pushing the narrative, everybody can go who wants to vote, and they can vote. And all the absentee ballots can be done, too. And those are problematic as well, folks. In fact, when you go down there, it's problematic. We're seeing it every year that uh, they're changing up votes that you put in. So I'm just going to throw that out there. If this were Barack Obama, you know everybody would be having a cow over this. But with that said, we have Kate on the line. And uh, I'm going to bring her up here as soon as she comes on. And you know what? When she starts, now the bandwidth goes low. That's just incredible, isn't it? Uh, good morning, Kate. Uh, Hi
0: morning. Can I can I really start throwing throwing some hand grenades in then? <laughs> sure, you can. Because uh, all the stuff I've read about Barack Obama, I'm not even sure why that man's not in shackles in a dungeon somewhere. I mean, the whole. Uh, the whole thing about ordering pizza and hot dogs at the White House, which cost how much, which uh, is alleged with a lot of evidence yep. to uh, be connected to the pizza gate. I, 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 I just wonder how many gangsters on Satan's payroll mm. are keeping that man, man, whatever he is, wife, whatever she is, out there. Yes, I can say that. I shall dodge the bullets as they come, but um, yeah. I, I, I'm, kinda, I'm kind of I'm kind of the the longer things go on, it's almost bizarre. It's bizarre what I watch, and it's bizarre. It's bizarre even with mounting evidence against people, even our own Tony Blair war crimes.
1: Yeah, Kate, we're having a little problem with your connection there. Everything was fine, guys. I'm telling you, five minutes before the show and up until then, the Internet connection was great. We had the large screen. Now we've got the large screen, but we're having a little difficulty on the audio side, and uh, I don't know what's going on there. Uh, but you're right, Kate. There's There's been a lot of this. This is why I don't refer to Obama as a president, because I took the whole natural-born uh, scenario and went through the Constitution, went back to the Founding Fathers, went back to the only person at the time that defined natural-born citizen, which was Vitel and he Obama doesn't meet that in fact a couple of presidents from what i understand did not never met those requirements so i don't refer to him as that and i wanted to throw that out because we're going to have a show today on the issue of uh fibromyalgia and um one of the things i wanted to introduce it with is i kind of wanted to um bring up the issue of i don't know how the modern system defines this and then get you to kind of say yeah, that's true. No, that's not true. This is what you do, whatever the case may be. So let's just take a couple of examples here, and then we're going to turn it over to you to kind of give people some information. And you guys in the chat and everything, feel free. Um, I don't have the phone line open today, but if you want to uh, ask a question, I'll try to pay attention in chat, and if you got a question here, then we can uh, we can ask Kate about it. This comes from WebMD, a fibromyalgia uh, overview. Fibromyalgia syndrome affects the muscles and soft tissues Symptoms include chronic muscle pain, fatigue, sleep problems, and painful tender points or trigger points, which can be relieved through medications, lifestyle changes, and stress management. And then when we go over to somewhere like uh, Wikipedia, we find basically the same kind of, uh, of of deal there. And then it says fibromyalgia is, uh, is estimated to affect two to eight percent of the population. Two to eight percent of the population. Women are affected about twice as often as men. Rates appear similar in different areas of the world among different cultures. Fibromyalgia was first defined in 1990 with updated criteria in 2011. Um, There's a controversy about the classification, diagnosis, diagnosis, and treatment of fibromyalgia. While some feel the diagnosis of fibromyalgia may negatively affect a person, other research finds it to be beneficial. The term fibromyalgia is from New Latin, Fibro meaning fibrous tissues and the Greek word myo, which means muscle, and the Greek word augos, uh, which means pain. Thus, the term literally means muscle and fibrous connective tissue pain. Um, Kate, what do you have to say about that?
0: Well, it's massively increased uh, since vaccines came in and children are getting it now. So when you look at what vaccines do, they destroy the gut What's the one thing? 80 what is it, 81% of patients with fibromyalgia also suffer from irritable bowel syndrome. Um so it doesn't uh you know when you look at look at how many vaccines are there today, and even trying to heal a body with natural, all natural, you're talking about people that are so toxic and so, si- so sick, they've had so many heavy metals, so many viruses, funguses, mold added. Then you bring in the, the toxic food, which is the GMO food. Um, so you, you went through a few things there. You have, like, significant fatigue with it. Um, stiffness, sleep problems, falling asleep frequently, depression, that's an interesting one. Memory problems, difficulty fo- focusing, brain fog, um, about 40% of fibromyalgia patients will experience Raynaud's syndrome where um, they'll get um, intense pain and then you'll get shutting down of the blood vessels and that can lead to amputation. Um, you've got lots, lots of things that can trigger it, including physical trauma, chemical exposure, infection, viruses, Lyme disease, and the vaccines. Vaccines cause brain inflammation Um, And with the massive increase in vaccines, the fact that they produce prolonged immune responses is what's adding to this. Um, The reason that the the disorders cause widespread pain and associated symptoms is that the brain develops an abnormal processing. Remember, again, the brain-gut link. So when you got damaged, your brain's not going to work. And this is where I don't care who argues about autism and vaccine linked. The fact that in America they've already paid a billion dollars to vaccine injured kids, the government, and in the UK it's one hundred and twenty thousand per vaccine damaged child that the government pays. So there you go. If they're paying, it means it exists. Um, so pain is processed by the brain in a number of areas, the of uh, the uh, the prefrontal cortex. There's quite a few, but uh, it'll be boring if I start going through them. Um, And what happens is it all gets gets over that processing. So you end up even with really hypersensitive to pain, but then you end up with the pain without even the signal. So fibromyalgia sufferers have a higher risk of Alzheimer's and Parkinson's. And that's really interesting because, again, when you go back to the vaccine thing and it's got aluminum in it it's got mercury in it which are accumulative in the brain and cause inflammation they also switch down the first part of your immunity and rank up the second part so do you see this is all linked um, yeah let me
1: let me, thing- let me let me throw in something here okay so you're you're suggesting that fibromyalgia may i mean I, in fact see modern disease right that's what i was going to say it's modern in in a lot of these things they seem to be all tied somehow to vaccinations or at least at the in these in these time frames where people are receiving vaccinations. and the diet
0: today's diet every yeah. patient that comes to me every other one of them has got fibromyalgia but then when i read that children are getting fibromyalgia i mean this is ridiculous i remember in the I don't remember back to them, but 1970s, about my first, you know, we just ran around for hours. I don't remember having pain or not being able to do things or, you know, when we fell over and scraped our knee, my mother would spit on it and we survived.
1: Um, no, we but- had... We have the same thing. We're having a little trouble with your connection there, Kate. I don't know what's going on. It's kind of freezing up and things. But uh, somebody does have another question. Now, this is related to fibromyalgia, but we, we filled these questions too. Have you heard of a H20 Labs water distiller? Is it okay? Also, how long is the water good for? And also, does water turn acidic after so long, or is that misinformation?
0: That's misinformation about the acidity. Um, I've actually got, when people ask me that, I've written it out perfectly for, uh, I can answer that. It doesn't turn acidic and um, distilled water. Well, I've been drinking distilled water for eight and a half years. It's not killed me. And the the cancer would have killed me, but didn't. Um, But it's a misconception about, uh, Now I'm going to read you this because I wrote this. Okay. And then you'll know, because distilled water is so pure, If not stored in an airtight container, it is possible over time to absorb a very low amount of CO2, carbon dioxide, from the surrounding air. This may cause the results of a pH test to appear acidic. But the reason for this is that because everything, either alkaline or acidic, has been eliminated from the water. Only a very minuscule amount of any acidic substance from the surrounding air, for example, will cause a pH scale reading. appear acidic a ph scale does not measure how much acid is in water as it only measures the relative amount of acid it's very difficult if not impossible why actual acid is contained in distilled water because of this but it is very safe to say that it is a very very low amount so even though The pH reading of distilled water may appear to be a little on the acidic side. The actual amount of acidic substances in distilled water is far less than what is contained in a regular glass of tap water. So there you are. Um, Distilled water is fine. I I run my distiller all the time. And then I uh, put the bottles in the fridge. And as they empty, I refill them from the distiller. And... We dip and we drink it. And I give it to my pets as well. I wouldn't ever give anybody tap water in my house. It's disgusting. And when you see in the bottom of a distiller what is in the tap water, it will put you off for life.
1: No, I know. I agree. And w- at our home, we, we don't have the distiller, but we've just got the gravity fed. Uh, I think it's called the Wattons. It's like a big Berkey, but the filters yeah, yeah. filters They're better
0: because you don't have electricity. You don't rely on because we're going to be starting to have big power shortages soon because yeah. all the oil is roaming out. And uh, that's my, my next thing to buy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, one of those and one but, of those things about the the Wattens versus like the big Berkey is the filters that they produce actually last longer. I think they do like four four thousand gallons. And then, guys, you can use the chlorine dioxide and soak your filters in there. You don't have to buy new filters. You can soak those filters in, and the chlorine dioxide actually clean up the filters, so you don't have to buy. Well,
0: that's good to know because they're expensive.
1: Yeah, they very they're very expensive, but you can use that because this is exactly what they use in your water treatment plant. So all those people who put out the misinformation that. If you use chlorine dioxide, like what we had with Kerry Rivera, uh, in your water, it, it kills pathogens. And it's active for 30 to 45 minutes, my understanding is. And um, it's you're not bleaching your body because, look, they, they use it in the water uh, treatment plants anyway. Uh, we've got another question here. Um, a friend has polymyalgia. You want to you address that? They're asking for advice I think advice you get here.
0: polymyalgia more when you've got... Uh... Many of the comorbidities, um, you know diabetes uh, blood pressure problems you see polymyalgia more in, in um, certainly people that are um, older with with diabetes with arthritis with blood pressure problems, just the usual things that you see um, but all of these things uh, the one thing I learn all the way along is you can virtually correct these with diet. Um, I just want to go on to that, actually, because it's quite interesting what I'm going to tell you. Um, patients with fibromyalgia, they show deficits of CoQ10. And, and CoQ10 is the, is the heart-protecting stuff. So anyone that's taking uh, statins, that disgusting drug that came along to lower people's uh, cholesterol, and you find a lot of people on that. Um, they, they take the, the statin and it blocks that CoQ, CoQ10. So then ultimately, they start taking that, the statin, then they end up on a high blood pressure tablet, then they end up having stomach acid problems because of the blood pressure tablet, so they give them something to block the stomach acid. Then they can't um, get their calcium and, and nutrients from the food, so they end up with problems with the heart and porous bones, And then they end up on calcium tablets for that. And they ultimately end up with, um, you know, a problem with the pacing of the heart. So when you think that only 30 something percent of your cholesterol actually comes from your diet, if you have a high cholesterol level, it tends to be the state of your liver. Um, And also what was a high level, um, you know, when I was, I was in my 20s. Is, is a lot higher than what they say is a high level now. So, so like I say, people with fibromyalgia have a deficit in CoQ10. In fact, 40% um, lower CoQ10 levels than healthy control subjects. So, so that would All right, we're still
1: having... We're still having a little trouble there on your end. It's kind of freezing up and we're losing a little bit of audio. You want to repeat what you just said?
0: Um, About the CoQ10, most people um, with fibromyalgia are missing CoQ10. They're low in CoQ10. And CoQ10 is the heart-protecting enzyme. And so what you find is that patients who've got lots of comorbidities Um, they might have blood pressure problems, they've had high cholesterol, they're on lots of different drugs. It's blocking this CoQ10. They'll also have fibromyalgia. So, So what I see in practice is I see patients who are on a whole host of drugs, they don't have a particularly good diet, they've had a load of vaccines, they've got loads of health issues, and they've got fibromyalgia. Um, and there's something that they never tell you I'm, uh, about fibromyalgia. And it's to do with glutamate sensitivity. Now, we, we hear all the time about MSG, monosodium glutamate. And for those of you who don't know what that is, uh, in the Second World War, the, the Japanese prisoners of war, their rations were really flavoursome. And they had sprinkled on them sea kombu, which is a seaweed, And what happened was some scientists got together and they isolated the active compound in that and it was glutamate. So they made, you remember you can't patent what's natural. So they made a synthetic version, monosodium glutamate, horrific. Every hit that you have, your neurons, your little brain cells fire and fire and fire and they don't stop and they can't stop and they do it until they exhaust and die. So every hit you have they're dying. And then all around that death, you've got a toxic area. Now fibromyalgia patients are very sensitive to glutamate. And um, what, what also goes hand in hand is neurodegenerative diseases, I was saying about Parkinson's, and about, um, about a higher risk of Alzheimer's, strokes, heart failure, glaucoma, That was interesting as well, and eye disorders, because when they first started to test MSG, it made all the spider monkeys go blind, Um, chronic pain. So almost all processed foods contain glutamate. And because we've kind of got wise to it, we look on everyone's packet and we're looking for MSG. And as long as it doesn't say MSG, we think we're safe. And believe it or not, the law in America actually allows companies to label products with the words contains no MSG, even though other glutamate additives are there and they're really harmful. So, again, you've got the good old FDA. I mean, they really are gangsters and pimps. And let me give you some of the words for this. Well, Kate, can I, can I
1: interject something to that? Uh, because we, we were talking about hand sanitizer the other week, and you were talking about the um- – uh, I'm having a moment here. Uh, the, the carcinogenics um, in it. Um, and so, the methanol. Yeah. And so now we've got the FDA pulling, I think, some 90 brands or kinds of hand sanitizer saying, oh, this is dangerous. So, folks, look, if you trust your government over all of this stuff, uh, and they're having to come back and pull ninety different kinds of hand sanitizer. This should tell you something about the junk that they're promoting. It is when you say gangsters, I think of organized crime in this because they have they use the force of law uh, even though it's the under the color of law. They operate under the color of law, even though they're not constitutionally authorized and they're willing to find you find people, put people in jail. Uh, we had an Amish guy. He's simply making some kind of chickweed salve, and some people had some results. So they said, "Hey, yes, this helped my my tumor, this did this, this did that. and, um, and so he put it on there. He says, been, you know, th- people have had this. Oh, well, you can't make that kind of claim, But the FDA can make all kinds of claims when they have stuff that uh, they they approve of that actually are involved in killing people and on their website, It's been millions of Americans who's been killed taking drugs and they they won't say, well, it's because of the drug. You know how they are. They go around it um, when it's when it's on them. But, you know, if you die in a motorcycle wreck, it's COVID.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And never have we lived in in a safer period of time because you you no longer can die of a road traffic accident falling off a a cliff. Uh, You can't die of anything other than COVID. So I feel completely safe. Um, but yeah, the FDA, the Food and Drug Administration, it's the same as what's here. They're just liars, cheats, gangsters, like you say. And they're all, they're all actually the same people. Um, big pharma, big tech, big media, they're all the same people. They're out to kill as many people as possible before they get stopped. And, but going back to the hand sanitizers, first of all, benzene.
1: Okay, we're losing you again. I don't know what's going on. We're, we're having a problem. We need you to go to Alistair's house again and uh, <laughs> and broadcast from there because we got a good you know, clean – Do you
0: know people – Yeah, people, um, people when they call me now on my, my mobile, they say they can hear loads of interference from other people. Wow. So uh, maybe I'm getting tapped. Oh, well. But, yeah, so the, the hand sanitizers have methanol in which can make you drop dead on the spot. And, uh, you know, they, they, it, it, I wonder how many people have dropped dead and um, whether we would ever know. It was the hand sanitizer. Of course you won't. But let me tell you some of the names that are, uh, are in this glutamate, because this is what is firing up the, MSG, uh, firing up the fib- fibromyalgia. These are some of the names that you need to know and get savvy to. Natural flavoring. How many of us see that and we think, oh, it's natural. There's nothing natural about natural fl- uh, flavoring. Uh, hydrolyzed vegetable protein. Soy protein isolates.
1: Okay, let me, let me ask a salt. question. Uh, what, if it's not natural about natural flavoring, then what's in it? And is that actually a fraud that's being committed?
0: It is a fraud. It's a lie. And the FDA are allowing it. And the government are allowing it. They're, they're lying to the people. They don't care about your health. So what's in natural They'd
1: flavoring? What's in it?
0: MSG. That's why it's so tasty. Okay. How many times have you opened a bag of Doritos, a family bag, and you can literally hand glide around the room on them? I mean, I've done it. I've, I've started, ch- not for a long time. You know, three decades ago, when I worked for BA, I remember pulling into LA, going to the hotel shop, family bag of Doritos and a Diet Coke. I mean, what a joke. But um, I'm a poet and I don't know it. Uh, but, I, you know, you have one. You eat the packet because you can't stop because MSG is addictive. It, you want to have more and more and more. But this is where it gets interesting. Or to extract, broth, stock, carrageenan, Campbell's soup. Oh, that lovely Campbell's soup. You know, you open a tin of that French onion, it's divine. Well, of course it is, because it's full of MSG. So, so you really shouldn't be having it. Now, here's a really another hidden one, and this is so important, especially since you've got Bill Gates with Richard Branson investing as well, making their fake meat. And everywhere around the world, farmers are being told and paid to slaughter their livestock, and we're getting told daily, oh, Uh, farm closed meat packaging plant closed test positive for corona so let me tell you about meat glue because this is really interesting one of the ways that food manufacturers have introduced glutamate the thing that's triggering your fibromyalgia causing dementia causing alzheimer's is the use of meat glues and it consists of an enzyme called transglutaminase and what the glue does is it allows butchers to take cheaper, you couldn't make this up, to take cheaper cuts of meat and they glue it together and sell it to you so that you think you're getting an expensive cut of meat. <laughs> just What part of the cow does that come from? I always say to people, unless you've pulled it out of the ground, pulled it off a bush, pulled it off a tree or slaughtered it in your front garden, you really shouldn't be eating it. And um, and what they do is they glue these cheap cuts together, and hundreds of restaurants are using it now. If you think your all your restaurants are serving you the best thing, no, they're not, and they're certainly not going to be now because they're all going to go bust. So they're going to get as many people through the door and try and get their profit up. I mean, don't sue me, folks. But if you want to sue me, you better really prove that you know you're selling prime steak. Um, but the enzyme not only releases high levels of free glutamate, it's also combined with high uh, extracts high in glutamate, such as gelatin, meltodextrin, and caseinate. And they all do the same thing. And there's evidence that these trigger the same effects as gluten on cause celiac disease. And uh, you should also be aware that glutamine is a precursor of glutamate and the body is rapidly converting it into glutamate. And it leads to high levels of excite, um, excited toxicity in the brain. Now, they don't just put this in meat. For all you people out there that are sitting there, uh, you know, like me going, well, I don't eat that. So I'm fine. No, we're not fine. Because let me tell you what else they put it in. They put it in pastries. So, you know, when you head down the, um, the baker's for your big custard slice, do you like a cake, Tim?
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I, you know, that was something when you were saying that about the natural flavorings with MSG. That was something when we interviewed Mike Adams some years ago, uh, Jim White and I on Northwest Liberty News. That was what he was talking about. He says basically MSG was G was used in in virtually everything, everything to to add flavoring because they said once they got that flavor of what you wanted. That's what you craved, and that's that was kind of interesting because you know I read in the Bible where it talked about the people their God was their stomach, and so they were driven by all these fanciful foods and stuff. It wasn't so much their stomach as, as it, because your stomach will be satisfied with you can fill it with water, you can fill it with vegetables, you can fill it with fruit, you can fill it with junk, whatever you want, and it's satisfied. It's this little guy right up here. It's your tongue that says, well, I want this versus that versus the other, and, and consume it on there. Now, we got a couple of questions here, and I'm going to let you finish. Somebody asked, what's a good, honest liver cleaner? And then, is your distiller brass? And I think they're, the reason they're asking about the brass, I, I could be wrong. Uh, this is Victoria asking. Uh, asking about brass is because we've talked about metals and certain metals getting off, getting in the body, and this kind of thing like that. You want to tackle those two questions there?
0: Um, First of all, I think the best one is copper. Mine is stainless steel. That's all I could get. Um, And what was the other question?
1: The other one is a uh, good liver cleanser.
0: A good liver cleanse I'm going to do next week on the show because it always gets a furore going. The best liver cleanse you can do is a coffee enema. There's nothing to beat it. And everybody laughs at it. and and, And these were around... They were mentioned in the Merck Medical Manual, and every patient I ever meet, they go, "I can't do that. I'm not putting coffee up my birthday." But you know, once you do one, you you are so well. They they get rid of pain if you've got a headache, and what it does is is you've got to remember there's there's two reasons you, you can't. Your liver is the only organ which regenerates, but you need to one take away the toxic first. There's no good going, oh, I want to do a liver cleanse and then keep firing all the all the poison of the day at your liver. Um, and two, you need to take the burden off it so that it can do a cleanse. And that's where a good plant-based diet for eight weeks, along with the coffee enema and juicing, is a fantastic way of removing the burden and detoxing. And what happens is it it's not that um it it's not that clear all the methylation pathways what it does is it removes the toxic burden so that your liver can do its job better and they do work that's why dr gerson did it. and I'll, I'll do that on next week's show i've got a whole load of things i can talk about that and uh, you'll all go away and do them have to be cringy and then you'll you'll love it everyone i know all my friends do them and uh, i remember one of my patients he's a he's 75 now he was diagnosed with prostate cancer and he was a proper man's man but a tennis player at 70 he said oh, I can't do the coffee enema and he only did seven juices a day and he switched his diet to plant-based for prostate cancer but he was a turkey once a week and one glass of wine and uh, it took three months to get his PSA down from 6.6 to 3.3 and then another month down to I think it was under two he did one coffee enema. Now his coffee enema kit goes everywhere with him. Wherever he goes, it travels. His kids laugh at him. He went, "Oh, I can't be without it." So it does. So going back to, so um, let me going can, back.
1: To- let me ask something about that because I'm kind of fascinated here. Uh, because I want personally, I want uh, you to do a show maybe on men's health here. But when you're talking about this guy, he's got the, he's diagnosed with prostate cancer. Now is he is he receiving? chemotherapy is he receiving anything else or is he doing this all natural and how long do you expect to actually show the results that this thing has subsided or that it's went remission or whatever the case may be
0: well the doctor said to him um we're going to just watch it now but when it reaches a certain level we'll we'll come in and act i mean (laughs) what ridiculous advice is that as mark steel says it's like putting deck chairs out on the Titanic. <laughs> yeah. Well, no,
1: I, I, what, is, what is your expectation with, what well, you, with the nutrition thing that you've got?
0: To- well, all prostate cancer patients, you know, prostate cancer, they're all the same. Loads of meat, loads of wine, and loads of fat. You remove that, first of all, you're taking the burden from the liver. Because cancer is toxicity, deficiency, and failure to generate an immune response to tackle the, immune, the abnormal cells. And also, as we talked about, most zinc is stored in the prostate gland. It blocks the enzyme that is responsible for converting your good testosterone into the bad one that causes prostate cancer. So you you correct the, you put them on a plant-based diet, you give them the zinc, you detox the liver, you take the burden away, you flood them with vitamins and minerals by juicing. And he is now um, five and a half years on, I believe, no intervention. However, his his PSA has remained under two. And it was at 6.6. When he went to see the doctors and the consultants within three months of me taking him on, um, the nurse, uh, I I don't have a lot of respect for most of them anymore. um, She said, oh, it's a blip. Because, you know, if they can't explain something in allopathic medicine, they call it a blip or a spontaneous uh, remission. They can't call it healing because that doesn't go with the J.D. Rockefeller brainwashing. Um, So she said it was a blip. So when he went back again and it was even lower, not so much of a blip. But the consultant said, whatever you're doing, keep doing it. So that's what he's done. He's kept doing it. He's not had any medical intervention. He's fine. I have another friend who listened to me years ago. And when her husband was diagnosed with prostate cancer, he went completely hardcore plant-based Lots of juicing, and he got his PSA down to virtually zero, and he's over seventy, and he's never looked back. And they wanted to do uh, an yeah. ablation where they they, I think, burn it all out, and it could have could have robbed him of his erection, um, which is what happens to a lot of them. They go and have the prostate surgery, and they can no longer get an, an erection, which is horrific, it's horrific for couples. And sure. um, so you know the. the i say again, Thomas Edison said the doctor of the future will be only concerned about the human spine and nutrition, but going back to this, uh, glutamate, it's in pastries, this, this, glutamate glue, this meat glue, it's in pastries, it's put me off cakes for life. It's in cheese. I don't eat cheese anymore. It's in yogurt. Um, and it's in lots of restaurant foods. Well, that's really quite, it's quite concerning. Um, so we want to know what we can do about it. It's all right telling us all about it. We want to know what we can do about it. And um, well, the, the most common thing would be to change your diet. Don't have any, if, like I've just said, if it doesn't look like you've pulled it off a tree, off a bush, uh, out the ground, or slaughtered it in your front yard, should you be eating it? And, you know, going to your uh, supermarket and getting these, you know, you buy slices of meat where they cut it in front of you. That's glued together meat. And the reason it's so tasty is is because it's got the glutamate in it. Um, If you're eating loads of uh, processed foods, if you're eating fast foods, then you're going to get fibromyalgia, you're going to get diabetes, you're going to get all of the the health concerns. And uh, (laughs) just going back to the masks things, I, I uh, I love the fact that I see them where I live queuing around the block for McDonald's with their masks on. Interesting.
1: Yeah, no, it is. It is. We've got some people in the chat room. I've had to put one in timeout. Uh, he's one of these guys from uh, that certain person that we're not. We're not. We're not going to give it. We're not going to give him any credit. Uh, that he tries to take the show and. Have a little fun with it. That's fine. Uh, he's got a few little followers over there, but uh, but the point is, is that we've got some people in there. I guess some people, there may be some other people I haven't determined yet as to what's going on. But Victoria says, how do you how do you remember all the details of each case? It's amazing. Well, Victoria, this is the thing: when you're a person, if you're a nurse that actually cares about people, then you go in and you spend a lot of time getting to know them. And in a private uh, situation like what you do, where you give people nutrition advice and things of that nature. You get to know a lot about that person and you spend a lot of time with them. So it becomes like they're your friend more than a patient. Uh, You get to know a lot of stuff about them and that sticks in your mind because you're you're, uh, you're, you're tied to that. And the same thing happens when you write articles about things. You remember things. Sometimes you forget them uh, at, at certain points in, in time. But you know, you remember stuff that other people don't know because you were the one who did all of the, the investigation. You did all the writing on it. and So it, it's ingrained in your memory. That's how these things uh, come, come to pass. You know these specifics about stories that you can bring up.
0: Well, I, I remember it because when you have ill health, you know, for the person that dies, that's quite easy. But for the mob that's left behind with no money, uh, maybe they've lost their father who was the breadwinner, it destroys a whole family when people are sick. Um, I know that the patients that I know that have gone to the hospital, just the cost of parking and getting there is, is horrific. So I tend to, uh, and all my patients, and I have got a lot, um, and I've got thousands backlogged waiting, Um I remember them because they all have my mobile number as well. And they text me questions. And every now and again, every three, four months, I go back and I check on them all. I check that they're doing well. Um, if I haven't heard from them, you know, especially people that have been the terminal, then I'll check where they're at. Um, some of them are just rocking. They're just doing what like the gentleman, the tennis player. He just got on with it. And what was interesting about him, I missed this bit. He went on holiday to South Africa for six weeks. And he didn't do his juicing. And when he went there, he decided he was going to have six weeks off. His PSA started to climb because he'd been eating meat. And he said, I knew it. I My joints started to hurt. Um, I felt a bit creaky when I woke up in the morning. And he got straight back on it. And his PSA went back down. I mean, this is... I take an interest because these are people's lives. Um, I'm not the consultant where you go. Let me tell you what doctors do. And I saw it with my own son, especially when you pay private. It is impossible to read all the patient's notes. They can't do it. So what they do is when they invite you into the room, they sit there with your notes and they read the foot and they go, you were seen in clinic in such and such and such and such. And you've been having... They don't know who you are very few of them even care who you are um you're just a number to them they don't go home and worry about you or about how your family they don't care trust me it's not like the family doctor that you had decades and decades ago who knew the entire family he lived amongst the family those doctors have well and truly gone And in fact, I think I've talked about this on the show. They had a conference in, I believe it was New Zealand a couple of years ago with the problem with, they were discussing the problem of all the new doctors that were coming through. It was no longer a vocation. These people were coming through wanting to do harm. I don't mean, you know, they wanted to kill people. I'm going into this to kill people. I mean, they wanted to cut open people and give people drugs and, and practice. That's not what a doctor, a, a doctor where it's a vocation wants to do. And they've recognized that this is a problem. So you've got all these, you know, young kids coming through now and they're thinking they're the big cheese and I'm a doctor. And it's just a license to kill. It just means that they can use their pen and prescribe. I mean, look, a patient goes to the doctor and they've got 11 to 18 points that would say, Yeah, they've got fibromyalgia. Is the doctor going to say, stop having glutamate, stop having synthetic foods, stop having these meat, get out and do some vigorous exercise, switch to a vegetarian diet, get some amino acids, some, I'll go through some other things actually in a minute. They're not going to say that to you. They're going to go, here's some drugs. And they're going to give you painkillers. They're going to give you tablets to sleep. They're going to give you amitriptyline. Before you know it, you're going to have a whole list of prescription drugs. And then you're going to get more issues because of those drugs. And you're going to have more drugs to combat the side effects of the ones you've got. You're going to have irritable bowel syndrome. So they're going to give you drugs for that. You're going to start having brain fog. They're going to give you drugs for that. It's just going to go on. They're not going to tell you what to stop eating, like don't have fluoride, clean up your house. Do that? Of course, they're not because they don't know themselves because they're only trained in the Rockefeller system, which we call medicine, which isn't. It's a hospice kill.
1: Well, this is. The, I think what you're explaining here is exactly what Dr. Kaufman said in my interview with him, and that was as going through school for a, to be a medical doctor. Uh, he went through MIT. He went through. Um, a university down here of South Carolina, down in Charleston. And one of the things he said was, was that, you know, we go in there and we're just throwing all this information. You've got to spend virtually every waking moment taking in that information so you can regurgitate it in a test. But as far as thinking through things, he said, we didn't have time for questions. We didn't have time for debate. It was the guys up there teaching you something. You read the book, you did the test, and that was it. And he says, when you get into it and you start saying, well, wait a minute, this isn't exactly working as supposedly is supposed to and now i've got a problem i've got to fix another way and the only and the way that they that he started doing it is i guess very much like you you start researching you start saying well wait a minute here here's things that we already have in nature they're not synthetic uh nobody's making a ton of money off of them or any kind of thing like that and these things actually do work but the problem is people would rather take a pill than change their lifestyle
0: yeah and the people that are giving you the pill they're just drug they, they are literally drug pushers they're pimps and and don't forget they're on they're on um, they're on like a, a, a scale if they can they're given a target if they can sell a certain amount that you know the pharmaceutical reps they want to get as many different doctors using their drug so they give them incentives uh, that's what they do they give them incentives to use the drug and before you even, you know, even get your backside in the seat at the doctor, he's got his prescription ready. Well, there are some good, uh, you know, good doctors, but you have to choose, choose wisely. Like I say, there's no way I'm going to sit in front of a doctor that's overweight and looking crusty and, or even a nurse. I mean, some nurse came onto Twitter and said the other day, Oh, you, I'm going to be really mean here. Get ready folks. She said, Oh, you can't call yourself a nurse anymore. You're suspended. And I said, no, I can. I'm not a registered nurse, but I don't want to be. So I had a quick look at her profile and I said, you can't call yourself a health educator because the code of conduct, it says that you have to take care of your own health. Well, she was really overweight and tattoos and pink hair, which is really toxic. But the overweight thing, how can you be a health educator when you're not walking the walk yourself? It's just, it's ridiculous what we're supposed to listen to someone who doesn't even know. So, So what can you do if you've got fibromyalgia? Well, like I said, it's like an onion. You need to start peeling back the layers. You need to clean up shop. You need to look up what are you exposed to that's toxic? That's your entire environment, what you put on your body and in your body. Clean it up. The only first two aisles of the supermarket are where anyone should ever go. And that's your fruit and veg aisle. When you get beyond there, most of it is, it's, it's not even edible. I, I, love, I love the supermarkets in America because I see things that look like they come from planet Zob. I mean, it's... The most of the stuff in an American supermarket, they're much bigger than what we have here. But I, I've never seen so many products of. Uh, I tell you, one of the best supermarkets is in San Diego. It's called Jimbo's. I hope there's people listening. It's amazing. It's all organic and and clean. Uh, but the rest of it, there's just endless garbage. So what can you do? Vigorous exercise. That vigorous exercise means you're getting maximum oxygen to your muscles as well, which is going to help. A large percentage of fibromyalgia patients are obese. You know, we're not allowed to say obese because all the uh, people get, they get offended. Uh, The one good thing about being offended is it makes you think. So if you're offended by me saying obese, then you've clearly got something on your mind that you're thinking about. Most people that are offended when I say obese is because they're carrying a few extra pounds and it makes you think. Um, I'm not fattest. I don't care what you do. Uh, I really don't. It's up to you. This is the vehicle God gave you to drive around in. If you want to break it, that's up to you. But that car is going to break down a lot earlier than it should. And we should all be rocking till we're 120 that's what it says in the Bible. Um, we're not living longer. That's a big lie as well. So, um, so yeah, vigorous exercise, drop the weight, clean your diet up, go back to a more natural diet, and, and you. I don't mean. I don't like the word diet as in. Uh, you know, lose weight, Jenny Craig, and all that. Wasn't Jenny Craig really fat? I believe she, she was.
1: Yeah, I believe so. I believe there, there's a lot of that that, that goes on.
0: And I mean, the people talk about talk about. Well, people, they,
1: they're, yeah, they're doing that stuff. I mean, Weight Watchers is a multi-million-dollar thing. I remember my mom; she got into that. I don't know how many times to try to lose weight. I think she lost the weight a couple of times, but it was constantly there was something in it that was a constant drawback to them, and the people are having to. You know, it was just, a, it was a moneymaker is what it was It's
0: that they know that it's they get a, you to yep. sign up, I think for three months because they know most people will drop off. And when you do lose weight, you put it back on once they've got you, they've got you there. And, and, um, you know, you, you don't need to go and sit in a in a room and have people applaud you because you've lost two pounds. You can lose two pounds going for a number two. You don't need to do any of that. What you need to do is forget about losing weight, eat right and weight will fall off you most of your weight loss is diet i think only 20 percent is exercise so start eating right a vegetarian diet excellent results have been reported with fibromyalgia patients who've converted to a vegetarian diet which would naturally lower your glutamate levels um it's important now i personally don't eat pasta So things like pasta, bread, meats, tomatoes, mushrooms, and beans, especially black beans, Um, they're really things to avoid because they're they're quite high in glutamate. I very rarely would even eat a mushroom. Um, Gluten-free diets also make good sense for fibromyalgia patients. And remember, if you've got a thyroid Mm. disorder, which is 40% of women over 40, um, I think it's over 2 billion people in the world have got underactive thyroids. Uh, and they've got antibodies. If you're eating gluten, it's it's going to attack your thyroid. Um, so special amino acids. Um, you can have branch chain amino acids, tryptophan and 5-HTP. That's another really good supplement. If you're on antidepressants, always discuss with your doctor before you start taking 5-HTP because you should never... Take that when you're on SSRI meds. That's all your acetalopram those kind of drugs. Um, taurine, it's an amino acid and it's a neurotransmitter. And it will quiet your excited excited brain. Um, if anyone's gone out for Chinese food, do you remember that, that immense thirst that you get the next day? And that kind of full head? I, I, I've had it years ago. That is... MSG. That's what it does. It means you've had brain death. Um, CoQ10. Remember what I said? Fibromyalgia patients are, are deficient in CoQ10, the cardiac enzyme. Um, Acetyl L-carnitine or L-carnitine fumarate. Nanocurcumin. Um, we all know what curcumin is. It's also an anti-inflammatory. Remember what I said that fibromyalgia patients are far more likely to get Parkinson's and alzheimer's so you want to quieten the inflammation in the brain um always take that between meals not with meals because it will inhibit your uptake of iron um uh, pqq pyroloquinoline um, it's a natural substance which is shown to enhance mitochondrial function and it stimulates the production of more mitochondrial cells um studies have shown That fibromyalgia patients, especially older ones, have selenium and zinc deficiencies. Um, Only 21 years worth of zinc left on the planet. It's um, glyphosate is in the water, completely in the water table. It stops the plant being able to take zinc up. Uh, So you're already eating foods that are deficient when they reach the table. Your thyroid can't function properly without zinc and selenium. Remember, I keep saying forty percent of women over forty, particularly in the UK, yep. are low-functioning
1: thyroid. Kate, we're coming up against the end of the show here. Let me just say something to, to the guy I keep having to put out, uh, Mohammed Chef, Shaf- Shaf- whatever his name is. Uh, oh my word! Yes. I'll tell
0: you who we, that man is. Well, we'll Let's talk about name him.
1: Yeah, go ahead and name him real quickly. We got like ten seconds.
0: Mohammed, you police-informing pedophile. <laughs> Let's just tell the public who you really are. <laughs> Well, you're very you, well known, aren't you, as a as a police informer, yeah, and everyone there, there knows we go. you're a pedophile.
1: There you go. If you want to, if you want to, if you want to come punching and swinging, bring it, it. it. But here's the thing. Here, there we are, folks. You'll be able to pick up uh, from Kate's store. You also get information on where you can follow her on the archives later this morning. Thank you for joining us. Have a great weekend, Great Lord's Day. We'll talk to you on Monday, six a.m. Eastern Time. See ya.